This podcast is going to start a little weird. We're going to get to our real intro in a moment, but something broke just after we got done recording the latest episodes. We're adding it to the beginning. I am Matt Harris, and she is Seton Tucker, and I don't even know what you're about to say right now because it just came across. What do you have for me? Just less than an hour ago, the state paper has reported on a motion that was filed by Eric Bland on behalf of the Satterfield heirs. So in the motion that he filed, he is requesting for civil detention, asking that they require an arrest and detention of Alec Murdoch until he returns the property that has been fraudulently embezzled from his clients. He wants him locked up. Right. And in this filing, he cites a state law that says under certain circumstances, a person can be arrested in a civil case despite there not being criminal charges. Wow. Who knew? Eric Bland's the best, I think. I know. <laughs> He's great. We had him on. You should go back and listen to the episode we had him on talking about the Satterfield case. It's, it's a game changer. As far as we know, Alec is still in rehab. Last we heard. Last we heard. I mean, that's the last. So when he comes out, Eric Bland wants him arrested. Right. He wants him to remain wow. in custody. I hope we can get a hold of Eric. He was a great guest when we had him on. It'd be great to talk to you right now. Impact of Influence, the tragic story of a powerful South Carolina family and the mysterious deaths they are linked to. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for the support. Always appreciate it. I am Matt Harris, and she's the co-host, Seton Tucker. Hello, Seton. Hello. Crazy days, chasing kids' belongings around, trying to find their stuff that they forget to take to school. Missing backpack. (laughs) Missing backpacks, missing dance clothes. But we got it together, we think, for this podcast. I want to start with an email. I received, and actually a rating on Apple Podcasts. So please go rate and comment and share. And you can always reach out to us. We now have a Facebook page, Murdoch Podcast on Facebook. And uh, you can reach out to us there. Plus, through email, Podcast at gmail.com. Seton Tucker on Facebook. So this fella goes as Bakaban, says first... If you're going to do a podcast, learn the names of your primary subjects. The last name is Murdoch, pronounced like Murdoch, not Murdoch. The G-H is silent and no K sound. Also, your main subject is Alex with an X, not Alec with a K sound. And he has three children, not two, Paul, Lynn, and Buster. Was really looking forward to this since I live in South Carolina, but if you cannot even give the main cast of characters correct, I'll get my information elsewhere. Very disappointed. Uh, and I, I, we love... We love getting feedback, but we have to straighten you out on this, Bokaban. You are incorrect. <laughs> Should you start with, she wants us to say, and I think it's a she, yes, it's female, Murda, but. Yeah, so the family, they, what we've done extensive research on this, they say Murdoch. Like it's not, that's just the way it's said down there. We've mm-hmm. checked it out. So it is Murdoch. Also, your main subject is Alex with an X, not Alec. Let me explain that a little bit. They say it differently in the low country. There's an accent, of course. We say it on this podcast as Alec because we thought if we say it with the pronunciation, with the, with the accent, it might be confusing when you say A-L-E-X. But it's but, even more confusing because I believe that down in the low country and his family, they actually say Alec. Alec, yes. But we thought that that would make more sense and, and not deviate too far away from Alex. Alex. Yes, so that's what we do with there. Now, the person says uh, he has three children, not two, Paul, Lynn, and Buster. That is incorrect. His kids are Paul and Buster. Paul was shot and killed. Buster, last we know, was in Edisto. The Lynn name, where does that come from? That is actually 
Ellick's sister. And uh, we have a great family tree that we just put up on our Facebook page that, thank you, Kelly Patterson, shout out, who helped us do that one. I actually put it up several times this morning because I had some dates wrong. It was a Monday, <laughs> but I think it, it should be correct. Well, it'll be correct. We'll go we'll, for we'll it. We'll fix it. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so it's up there. You can follow along, everybody, if you wanted to see the timeline. But Lynn doesn't get mentioned very often. She's not really involved in all the uh, the law firm and the people that they're the big players like John Marvin and Alec and Randy. Yes. So there you go. Look for the family tree of the Murdochs up on the Murdoch podcast Facebook page. Okay. Wanted to get that out of the way before we move to some things that are going down, which include the financial firm denying involvement with Alec Murdoch in the housekeeper settlement. That firm is Forge Consulting LLC. The reason they're making a statement because of Eric Bland's statement that he said, allegedly, Mr. Murdoch and Corey Fleming made that check payable to forge the remaining amount of that almost $4 million that was recovered, and then he took the rest, or that's what we are told. That's what Eric Bland said. So forge is mentioned there because he wrote the check to forge, Alec did, allegedly. So forge consulting, which is the real company, saying that wasn't us. It was not us. He used our name, probably, I'm guessing, so people would see Forge and just be like, "Woo, there you go. We're not going to question it uh, too much uh, because Forge helps structure settlements in South Carolina personal injury and wrongful death cases. So you could see that. So in their statement, they say had no involvement in or knowledge of the alleged inappropriate conduct of Alex Murdoch. He used the name Forge without our knowledge or consent. The weird thing to me is that Alec was tight with the lead counsel for the Forge LLC company. In fact, Maggie and Alec went to the wedding of Michael Gunn, which is Forge Consulting Principal. There's a picture they found of Maggie and Alec on the Facebook page that they were supposed to go to this big, giant, highfalutin wedding in New York City, but had to be canceled because of a snowstorm. And so there's this picture of Maggie and Alec outside their private plane saying, guess we're not going or something like that. So they, the crazy thing to me is... That you would do that to your friend. Yeah, you're, I mean... And they, and, if, uh, if it's true that you would, true. you would... But I mean, it made sense that they would pick a corporation that wouldn't draw... That he would, if, if it is true, that he would pick a name that wouldn't... Because they're involved in personal injury stuff, yeah. Right, that it would possibly be able to be passed off as legitimate. Exactly. And so now the, the Forge people are saying, hey, we just kind of cross paths because all the, the, the biggest of the big, they're, you know, are friendly, but not necessarily best friends. Well, I think we also need to talk now. There was a response from the law firm where Corey Fleming works, where they uh, talked to the Island Packet. So Jim Moss tells the Island Packet that all of the accusations against Fleming are false. He says that the law firm has hired attorneys and plans to file a countersuit, and he doesn't specify who he's going to sue. And then he also says, when asked about where the money is, he says, if you want to know where the money is, check Hampton. That was interesting. Yeah. That was very interesting. All right, so also, while we're on the business of statements, this is kind of came out of the blue because they've already denied any involvement with Alex's issues, but Alex's former firm had uh, released a statement today. Right. So we'll just hit, it's a long statement, but we'll just hit a few of the highlights. 
So first off, they start off by saying that most of them grew up in the area, attended local schools, worshipped at area churches, and continue involvement with local and civic organizations and charities. Uh, then they also said that Alex violated our principles and code of ethics. He lied and he stole from us. No member of PMPED was aware of Alex's scheme. When we learned he had betrayed our trust, we requested his resignation immediately. We have yet to speak to anyone who is aware of his addiction to opioids. That is a huge distance yourself from this whole thing uh, announcement. And that is also saying we did not know that he had this 20-year addiction is somehow slid under the radar. It seems odd that you would work with someone every day and not not be aware that they were it's, having some sort of addiction. But, I mean, I guess I sometimes know. people function with addictions and sure. people don't know. Sure, um, They go on to say that the funds taken by Alex will not affect current or future PMPED operations. No client of PMPED will suffer financial loss as a result of Alex's misconduct. And they hit on the Gloria Satterfield after that. They said, if these reports are accurate, we are stunned at what occurred. It's important for everyone to know that PMPED did not represent Alec in that case. His insurance company hired counsel to represent them. So yet again, they're distancing themselves. There was nothing involved with that. They have malpractice insurance, I'm sure. I don't know how that comes into play. We'll have to talk to an attorney about that. I also wonder... This opens the door to every single case Alec has had over the last 20 years to be investigated, whether it's prosecutorial or civil, because I know that if I had him representing me and... Yeah, it did go how you want it to go. You would probably be like, hey, what was going on? Yeah. I only got this much. Was I supposed to get more? I don't know. Take a little break and uh, get you ready for some traveling you've got coming up, some international trip where you want to... Be able to at least get around, right? So you want to learn the language of the country that you're going to. You want to experience it with a little bit of knowledge going in. And you can get a lot of bit of knowledge when you use Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop. It can also be used as an app on your phone or tablet. And Rosetta Stone teaches through immersion Instead of memorizing and drilling vocabulary words, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals. You read stories, you participate in dialogues, so you are ready to go. It's the most trusted, time-tested app out there. They've been the expert in language learning for 30 years. Buy Rosetta Stone now, and you never have to pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Impact of Influence listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 40% off. That's 40% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 40% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. We also want to kind of get an update on all the lawsuits that involve or are connected to the Murdochs. At one point, there was 14 or 15. I think we have 10 or so now. Susan Williams joins us. She's a South Carolina criminal defense attorney and former prosecutors, worked in the low country for a while. And Susan, let's start with the wrongful death lawsuits involving Mallory Beach. There were a lot of names in the beginning when the lawsuits were filed, and some have been dropped from the lawsuit. Is that correct? That's correct. Some people were initially 
seen as listed as defendants, and they have since been removed from that particular lawsuit that was filed on March 29, 2019. So give me an update now. Who is listed on the wrongful death lawsuit as we speak? The wrongful death suit is the plaintiff is Renee Beach, the mother. She's the mother of Mallory Beach. She's representing the estate of Mallory Beach. The, the current defendants on that case are Alex Murdoff, Buster Murdoff, Greg Parker doing business as Parker's 55, and Luther's Rare and Well Done LLC. The rest of the defendants have been removed from that. So we know that there was a hearing scheduled for after Maggie and Paul were murdered, but wasn't there something before? I think that was probably around a week before the murders. That was a failed mediation in that wrongful death case. Well, what else? Let's go to this. What um, other suits are out there that have a connection to the boating accident? So we've got the Connor Cook lawsuit that was filed in Richland County on July the 7th, 2021 against the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, the Beaufort County Sheriff's Department, and quote-unquote unknown others. That is a suit where Connor Cook, of course, he was a survivor on the 2019 boat crash that ended with Mallory Beach's death. And in that suit, his attorney on his, his attorneys on his behalf are alleging a conspiracy to make it look like possibly Paul Murdoch was not the driver of the boat and that there was a type of conspiracy to focus wrongfully the investigation on Connor Cook rather than Paul Murdoch. Connor Cook also has a lawsuit uh, that was filed very recently on September 21st, 2021 in Hampton County, another civil lawsuit. The defendants there are Alex Murdoch, Buster Murdoch, Tahia Cohen, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing her name or his name. I think it's a female that was an employee at Parker's, and then Parker's is another defendant. And in that lawsuit, uh, it there are some allegations, pretty kind of similar allegations, uh, that Connor Cook was uh, sort of made out to be someone that may have been a driver of the boat, that he was intimidated by the Murdoffs and that Alec Murdoff told him to, quote-unquote, keep his mouth shut. What is a lawsuit that deals with the Philadelphia indemnity, and is that important? It is extremely important, in my opinion. The Philadelphia indemnity, Philadelphia Fidelity Insurance Company is sued Alex Murdoff, Buster Murdoff, and that was a suit in the United States District Court of South Carolina in the Beaufort Division. And what was happening there was the insurance company was saying to Alex Murdoff, we're not going to pay this claim that you're asking us to pay because your insurance coverage is for a business. It's for hunting operations. And this is a commercial policy. And Alex Murdoff and Buster Murdoff are not the named insurers. It obviously the boating accident has nothing to do with hunting operations. They're not having running any kind of commercial business. So this case has actually been dismissed. And the the importance of this case is the 
that Alex Murdoff is not going to be able to pay the Mallory Beach death claim through Philadelphia Fidelity Insurance. More likely out of his pocket. Okay, Susan, I also want to touch on something we just learned was that Connor's, Connor Cook's attorneys wanted to get Alec Murdoch's hospital records from after the incident with the hired hitman alleged attempted suicide. Is that correct? My understanding is that the that has to do with the Renee Beach, the estate of Mallory Beach oh. lawsuit, where, um, yes, they were seeking some documents that had to do with the um, medical records of Alec Murdoff from his trip to Savannah on the helicopter and his medical records. And there's been a response filed that says that they want to quash that subpoena. I mean, this seems like they're two separate events, so it seems weird that they would want that information. Do you have any idea why they might want that information? I don't have any idea from looking at the court document. I just found it so interesting why Connor's lawyers who, why they would be interested in this information. From a case that was from 2019. Right, these are two separate incidents. I'm playing armchair lawyer. Uh, maybe they want to have some sort of precedent of him lying. Maybe they want to say, check out his drug usage. Maybe there's something in there that talks about how long he's been on drugs or how much drugs were in his system or something like that. Right, we do know, according to his lawyers, he went to rehab for this opioid addiction and that the judge actually ordered him to stay in rehab. If he leaves rehab, his bond will be revoked. But the other thing to think about is the money. I mean, he said he spent lots of money on this opioid addiction. So maybe that is, they want to find out information about that. Why they're digging into that stay at the Savannah. Uh, Susan Williams, attorney, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And thank you for joining us on the podcast. Please rate and share the podcast. We have a Facebook page. It's just getting rolling. It's Murdoch Podcast, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, even though it's pronounced Murdoch, Murdoch Podcast. We're going to put up the family tree of the Murdoch so you can get an idea of that and some of the terminology we use that you might not be familiar with if you're not from South Carolina, like SLED we refer to a lot, which is South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, kind of like the FBI of South Carolina. So we'll put some terms like that up there. We also want to give a big thanks to Laura McDee and Ivy League Murders. It was a good rating and Seton was on the show and they welcomed us with open arms. So thank you to the folks at Ivy League Murders. Give that a listen to friends and we will talk again very soon. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. 
Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.